This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Belqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Sunday, September 19th. I had a very long weekend, <laughs> and a very good weekend. So, Omnia, like how was op- your weekend? I like the optimism. It was a good weekend. It was a good weekend, yes. Uh, I had a great weekend as well, and I'm very excited to share with everyone the latest on what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Sadly, we're starting off a Sunday with online scams because Mm -hmm. one online scam has been hitting about 16 Arabic-speaking countries, and more than 130 brands have been basically attacked with this scam and we're going to be revealing exactly who was a part of it in just a few moments yes and for our local tech news we're talking about abu dhabi's siha and how it is integrating the uae pass with its mobile app and even a patient portal yes indeed in the world of apps lots is happening as well we're going to be talking about android today because a privacy focused permission feature is going to be released from android 11 and it's also going to be helping different older versions of the phone and the operating system feel a little bit more private and safe as well yes and also we're talking about the apple iphone 13 and how it is bringing portrait mode for video as of now all iphones only do portrait mode when it does come to taking pictures but now the iphone 13 has it for video yes indeed lots and lots is in store right here on today's show so make sure you keep pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back pulse 95 some of our favorite brands have been attacked this weekend. We're talking about an online scam that basically affected 16 Arabic-speaking countries and it has basically manipulated over 130 well-known brands. This fraud has actually been revealed by a Singapore-based cybersecurity company known as Group IB. Honestly, it's quite shocking how big of an attack this is. I mean... Let's be honest, uh, Arabic-speaking countries are kind of like an untouched market for hackers. True. And for scam artists, because most of the time when, uh, you know, people are getting scammed and hacked, it's uh, through English-speaking countries. Yep, and like the language is basically a barrier sometimes. Yeah, and now this online scam has affected victims in 16 Arabic-speaking countries through the manipulation of more than 130 well-known brands. And the fraud scheme did use brands in various industries, including telecoms, retail, and even entertainment. Now, investigators did, investigators did find out that more than 4,300 malicious web pages were created and had been registered by an unknown group that did include more than 100 accounts. So, just based off, you know, a fraudulent website, I'm going to go and say it was a phishing attack. Yes, it basically was. And they actually created all these websites on a popular blogging service that is known as Blogspot. So these scammers actually used the good old tried and tested ways to get the scam going. So they were offering free gifts from different popular brands, lottery games that were basically recommended 
aka recommended. <laughs> they were never recommended, mm-hmm. but they were recommended uh, according to their emails by celebrities. There were even some fake job offers from the government. So this just goes to show how far they went. And the threat actors were using such lures to basically try and steal our personal information mm-hmm. or even just attract traffic to these websites. So yeah. you didn't even have to go through. Just you mm-hmm. clicking the link was ma- basically making you more susceptible to this attack. Yes, because uh, the way the internet works, ladies and gentlemen, is as soon as, for example, Hani clicks on website ABC, now website ABC has my IP address and knows which country I'm viewing the website. Now, the Arabic-speaking countries in the Middle East were affected by the scam. Did include Saudi Arabia, the UAE, Kuwait, Jordan, Sudan, Morocco, Egypt, Bahrain, Iraq, Yemen, Palestine, Algeria, Lebanon, Qatar, Syria, and even Oman. And it also did affect some English-speaking users in Turkey and Nigeria. And just like Omnia mentioned, the criminals stole personal information, such as full names, phone numbers, home addresses, education details, and even the victim's place of work. And that where Omnia was saying that job offers came into, you know, play because if you're still working and uh, you know a job wants to recruit recruit you it Mm -hmm. will say what is your previous workplace and you'll say it so you know the victims were then asked to share the link and you know that omnia how sometimes you'll be on for example instagram or facebook or twitter and just a random account will be sharing websites links or whatsapp links or even sometimes it's your family members and you find out that their accounts were hacked yeah i remember uh there was a scam for a local airline omnia yeah and it was saying if x amount of people click the link you then can get my uh air miles or something like that and i actually a lot of close friends were sending it to me and one guy also created a huge group. Not he didn't actually create it, it's but the, the scammer, hack yeah. created a huge group, and it sent it to over 1,000 of his contacts. And I was included in that group. And then he said, "Everyone, leave the group. My my WhatsApp is hacked." Basically, and a lot of the times this happens also on your very favorite social media accounts: Facebook, Instagram, you name it. Sometimes you'll receive messages, weird messages from friends and family about you clicking a link or opening a certain website so that you can go ahead and help them win or you yourself win. And a lot of the times, this is actually the scammer speaking and not you. So. This uh, scam in specific, they were asking them to send the links of where they live, uh, more details through the WhatsApp account, and that was actually causing the scammers to basically widen the pool of victims that they would get because then they had access to all of your WhatsApp contacts as well. So after the victim sent a number of messages to different people that were impacted they were also basically uh, even reaching out to contacts of those contacts mm-hmm. and that's how they were able to just a big becomes yeah. like a big chain basically. chain reaction and uh, ladies and gentlemen if you were affected i still haven't been affected by this hack or scam Thank per God. se <laughs> i haven't got any emails or anything related to that and plus uh, if I don't, if I'm not expecting an important email, I'll never open it regardless. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. that's basically what we've heard from a lot of cybersecurity experts to always be cautious whenever you receive links that will lead you to a certain website of a specific company or an agency or from a celebrity. And if you get any email from a group named Group IB, just know that this is the group behind this big scam, and don't go ahead and give out any details, especially any confidential information, as well as your bank details let us know have you basically have you seen, seen this hack yeah yeah have you received any or anyone exciting? you know of 
Yeah, any exciting giveaways, gifts? Like Hanny said, free airline tickets. You never know. You you know the old saying, right? If it's too good to be true, <laughs> then it's a scam. It is. Right? I, 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 you know, implement this on everything. If it's yeah. easy, then there's a if, but, or why in that scenario. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215. Or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. But you guys do need to stay because we got more coming up in just a bit. You're You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, Abu Dhabi's Saha has integrated the UAE Pass with its mobile app and patient portal. And what does that mean? That means that patients do not have to create a separate Siha credentials. Now, Abu Dhabi have announced the integration of the UAE Pass with its mobile app and patient portal as part of the medical network's continuous efforts to elevate the patient journey and ensure seamless access across Siha platforms and services. Now, again, we're looking at how technology and applications are becoming, you know, a priority when it does come to accessing government, you know, services, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, indeed. Um, What we've seen actually with the UAE Pass, it's basically... It has basically digitized all of the government services. So whether you want to renew your license, whether you want to do or renew your car registration, you name it, it's all been very easy to access through the UAE Pass app. And now you can even access all of your details in hospitals for COVID-19 results through the Seha app by being linked to the UAE app. So it will allow you to just use your UAE Pass account, login details to register or even just log in directly onto your Saha mobile app and patient portal without having to create a separate Saha account and have your own credentials on that app. And we all know how annoying it is to have to memorize different usernames and different passwords for every single website. Yeah, I mean, I get lost a lot of the times when, you know, different accounts or, you know, uh, for example, let's say, um, you know, different usernames, John carry one right for instagram and then yeah. something else different numbers different names yep. and sometimes i'll switch up the passwords because some passwords require a capital some require a lowercase or a special symbol special symbol numbers etc but again i mean uh, having something to be integrated across all platforms that we use on a daily basis i mean abu dhabi residents did use the husan app weekly if not daily to check on their covid19 status entering and exiting Abu Dhabi but thankfully you know uh, they don't have to go through that anymore because we forgot you know it's a fantastic day for people who want to go to Abu Dhabi (laughs) yeah I mean I had a lot of friends who who work in Abu Dhabi but they're based right here in Sharjah and you know they they said we're not going (laughs) until it's past 12 you know we're gonna go as soon as you know they remove the borders they don't have to do the PCR anymore I mean, it's great, and we have the expo coming up, so a lot of you know movement is going to be happening right here in the UAE. So I'm really excited to see what expo has in store for the UAE. So far, a lot of people, Omnia, by the way, uh, you know, foreigners are coming in and they're saying record number of you know hotel reservations. Wow! It is full everywhere. There's a lot of traffic, and we still got a couple of weeks left to go. So people are getting ready. The UAE is getting ready, and. A way of them getting ready is integrating all these apps together. So even if a foreigner does come and needs to get their COVID-19 PCR test done, 
they will do it seamlessly and easily. And you know, Omnia, mm -hmm. technology is here to make our lives easier. And the Abu Dhabi government is making our lives easier with this integration. Absolutely. And the Saha app is basically an app used by anyone, no matter which emirate you're in, to book your COVID-19 um, test at any of the facilities in Saha all around the UAE. You have to use the app to be able to book your appointment and pay online. So have it be having it be all integrated so seamlessly is going to make this process become a lot easier. Patients whose medical details are already available on Saha's electronic medical record this is more specifically catered towards those who live in Abu Dhabi they can now just basically use their uh, UAE pass credentials that is based on their Emirates ID and be able to just use the different features that that app offers very seamlessly yes yeah, so John we're taking a short break but when we come back we got a lot in store for you guys and the weather weather is getting better mm -hmm. and we have you know the artist Neil Horn who says this weather is more of a heartbreak weather a group of four people landed in Hani's hometown. <laughs> you say it so casually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, four like, civilians. Yeah. You know, like four normal people, you know, they just decided to drop down in Florida. Yep, in the beach and the good old I'm, uh, you refreshing know, water. Kind of miss uh, the Miami weather, but... Uh, <laughs> Omnia, I think you need to kind of tell them a little bit who more details. are these four people, you know? Why are they so important to us? They're a very interesting mix of four people. Let's just say that. A, a, high a homeless school, guy. Homeless guy. A high school <laughs> dropout, not homeless. A high school dropout who turned in, into basically a billionaire. Who we didn't know was a billionaire. Yep, we did not know. Yeah. Um, a cancer survivor. Uh, a medical professional and I'm trying to remember who was professor. the last one yep she was a professor as well so the SpaceX Inspiration4 crew they've been making headlines everywhere because they're basically the first all civilian team to leave planet Earth they went to the International Space Station and that mission was led by the billionaire and the high school dropout Jared Isaacman who was able to return back to Earth safely with the rest of the civilians after three days in orbit. And they actually splashed down off the coast of Florida after that three-day flight. Yes, now the heat generated from the atmospheric friction. During the freefall to Earth, sent temperatures on the outside of the capsule that they were in to more than 19 1,900 uh, 1, Celsius. Can mm -hmm. you imagine that? I can't imagine how hot that is. That is like 12 p.m. here. Oh my God. Right? Now, but almost exactly 72 hours since it did blast into orbit on the most ambitious space tourism mission to date, the Dragon capsule did pass through the atmosphere and then landed in the Atlantic under a four-parachute canopy. Now, Inspiration4, we do know, made history as the first space mission to take place without any professional astronauts on board. And that is where inspiration for comes from mm -hmm. we just gave you a brief about the four civilians or four people who went to space they have no prior uh, you know space experience most of the time uh, when astronauts do go to space or they're being prepped to become astronauts they are you know in the air force and the military uh, researchers doctors scientists etc but these are just four people who just, you know, were lucky or, you know, have a, a lot of cash in their <laughs> bank accounts 
for them to become important. They got a crash course in yeah. what it is like to become an astronaut in remarkable timing. And all of the four civilians are basically kind of they're setting they're setting the path for everyone to get to dream about going to space one day. A lot of pictures were shared all over social media that was showing the four private astronauts enjoying all the spectacular views of planet Earth from an altitude that is higher than the International Space Station or even any telescope that we have seen that could potentially give you a view of planet Earth. Um, what's interesting about this story is the fact that all of them were working together. They were out there in outer space very minimal i would say very minimal knowledge i mean they got all the training that they needed but at the end of the day they weren't um, kind of immersed in this field long enough but they were able to make it back to earth safely and they landed in florida yeah i mean within three hours of just taking off from the kennedy space center uh you know they launched pad 39a which is the exact launch pad where NASA astronauts Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins began their voyage to the moon more than 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. So they're following on the footsteps of the first people or the first humans to land on the moon. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Since the mission was successful, do you guys believe that more normal people, per se, will be going to space and coming back down? I believe that this is just the beginning and we're going to see a lot more civilians going to space and maybe one day to (laughs) the moon. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the new iOS, iOS, I keep saying iOS, the new Android 11 update that is going to be coming in handy for all those who love to focus on their privacy. What's worth a click and download? Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about privacy today and how a privacy-focused permission feature from Android 11 is soon to come to older phones as well. Now, Android 11's auto-resetting permissions where the operating system will actually restrict an app's permission to access sensitive phone features like, for example, storage or even cameras if it hasn't been open for several months are coming to older devices and Google has just announced this believe it or not mm-hmm. and the feature did originally launch with Android 11 just last year but soon it will be available on any phones running Android 6 and above with Google Play services which Google says should cover over billions of Android phones released since 2015. I feel like we've had this feature for quite some time with iOS, um, especially with the latest launch, the iOS 15. But this feature is basically designed to help all Android users protect their privacy by preventing any older applications that may have been, you know, installed on the phone for so long now. These apps will no longer have, you know, un how can we say it, unfiltered access to your photos, to your storage, to basically any of your information on the phone so you'll be happy that instagram may not have full access to your camera roll anymore unless you give it that access Uh, there's also a good chance that if you don't go ahead and install that update your phone apps may be restricted to certain access so 
you do have to go ahead and install this Android feature or Android update as soon as possible because this security feature is designed to help you reset the permissions of what applications can access and what can they not access over time. Now, according to Google, the feature will be automatically enabled on devices with Google Play services that are running Android 6.0 or an API level 23 or even higher However, mm -hmm. it does need to be enabled manually for apps that aren't targeting Android 11, and apps might actually ask users to disable the privacy feature if they're regularly required to work in the background without you opening them. Now, also according to Google, the feature will begin to roll out in December mm -hmm. on devices running Android 6 to Android 10 with Google Play services before reaching all such devices in the first quarter of next year so google does look like it's trying to cater to the people with older devices as you know hey androids are for the long term not for the short term per se like how iphones need to be you know renewed or you know rebought every two to three years yes indeed let us know what are your thoughts and if you have the an android phone are you going to go ahead and download the android 11 update coming up on future talk we're talking all about portrait mode and how you can get that picture perfect video very soon by using the portrait mode on your iphone Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse95. New tech you might want to play with, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the Apple iPhone 13. Now it has been calling a lot, causing a lot of commotion around the interwebs ever since you know Apple event was on September 14th, around five days ago. Mm -hmm. And you know a lot of people were saying, "Hey, we don't like it. Hey, we like it." I know a couple of people personally who have pre-ordered their iPhones already, but today's news, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about how the iPhone 13 is bringing portrait mode for video. Now, portrait mode is originally only for pictures, and you know it'll give you that studio type of feel. You can the play blur with the blur effect. Yeah, you can play with the lightning. But now we will see that with the iPhone 13 when it does come to video. Yes, indeed. Now, the portrait mode is one of the biggest highlights of owning any of the advanced iPhones that Apple has come up with. It creates that depth of field effect that a lot of people used to previously only get from using professional cameras, those big bulky cameras. And now this feature is in the palm of your hands through the iPhone. So the new cinematic mode is actually coming to our videos as well. And I have no doubt that this is going to make a lot of people a lot more excited about taking videos of their day-to-day -day activities. So. What's interesting about this is that, according to Tim Cook, this is going to be the only smartphone that lets you edit this effect after shooting. So not only will you get the chance to film with the, uh, with the portrait mode, but you can even edit the effect after you're done of taking the video. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, especially with the iPhone, they buy the iPhone because they love it for photography, for mm. videography. And even I remember back in 2016, 2015, a lot of people on Instagram used to put in their bios or their, you know, they used to write iPhoneography. Oh, right. Th so, that's a new one. <laughs> yeah. So that all of their pictures were taken by an iPhone and it was kind of, you know, like a, um, you it's know, like a, a scheme. Yeah, that, it's hey, like a badge of honor. It's a badge of honor. Exactly. On the other that you, you, you worded it perfectly. So with the iPhone 13 Pro, right? 
it is mostly used for professional, professional photographers, people who care a lot about the quality of their cameras. Mm. And now, not a lot of the time, you know, iPhones were focused on video. Most of the time it was photo. But now we're looking at, at how the iPhone will step up to the plate and say, hey, now we have even better quality videos. And we do know already optimization when it does come to iPhones and the iOS in general on specific social media apps is already great. I mean, we can put 4K HD on Instagram from an iPhone. And if you're really tech savvy, you can actually play with the settings of your camera in the settings on the on the phone itself and make it 60 fps you can make it you know 4k obviously you're going to be using a lot of memory yep that's what we're going to talk about you're getting the perfect quality and sometimes i look at pictures i'm saying the quality is better than my own eyes exactly and that's basically something that in the past we were only able to achieve with professional cameras having that raw image where the quality is just flawless but to be able to do that with the iPhone, whether it's taking videos in portrait mode or even photos in portrait mode, just like you mentioned, Hani, it takes up a lot of memory. And that's probably part of the reason why Apple has also been focusing a lot on maximizing storage. So one of the biggest storage units that you can get in an iPhone is actually one terabyte. Yes, and my dad is like, why? why? Who would need one terabyte? <laughs> I mean, for you not to offload at least some, you know, pictures and videos yep. is a little bit crazy. But some people, you know, it does cater to their wants and needs. I feel I like content creators may actually mm. like that, especially if a content creator does not want to buy a camera, let's say. So they invest in it instead of buying a 20K camera. I mean, again, for those, you know, who do want to, you know, buy uh, a one terabyte iPhone, let us know why. We do want to know why. A lot of people are saying it's for the content creators, just like Omnia. Mm. Some people say that, you know, they download a lot. I don't know. I, I personally don't know. But I want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it slot or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. Why do you need a one terabyte <laughs> iPhone or memory on any type of phone? But ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude Future Talk for today. Yes, indeed. We hope you enjoyed this show just as much as we did. You can catch us again tomorrow, same time, same place, from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, we've got a lot of shows lined up for you on Pulse95. Coming up is Afternoon Karak with Aisha Mazmi, bringing you everything that is trending in pop culture, followed up by Yalla Home, which will keep you company on your drive back home. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.